Episode 7 Beasts Rivka, this way! Something's wrong. Don't, don't go. I... I won't. I was... saw the Cossack on the horse cut him down. I think he's dead. We... What about the others? I ran. The others did too. We can look for them in the morning. We're here. We're here. Make noises at night, right? Well, they make a noise almost like that. If it's a horse or a bear or something, we could just leave them to eat. They they have enough. Shh. 
Where's it gone? What was that? I don't want to be here anymore. Where's Papa? Need? There's something on this mountain. We can't leave. We'll just hide until morning. We need to find the others. Where, where, where's Papa? Where's my doll? I, I want to go home. We'll hide here. Go to sleep, Rev. We're here. Right? Yes. Jene Tat beim Sonnenaufgang. Wenn ich nicht dusche, nicht ich seinen geschlafen. Reden haben mir nicht gekonnt zu lieb Eime. Ausgeguckt sich die Augen habe ich in meine Richtung und näheren Seins. Und zusammen... When the sun rose that morning, I do not believe that Usher or I had slept. We were too fearful to speak. I looked my way and he looked his. And together we sat as sentinels over our small hideaway of leaves and mud. When the sun began to rise and color returned, I spotted a line of blood still drying atop leaves and fallen branches. I'm not sure what had left the trail. Either the horse that fled the terrible beast or the beast itself. When it was light enough and we regained our courage, Osher and I led Rivka back to the clearing. We hid Rivka's eyes. The clearing was the site of a massacre. The three Cossacks were dead. Two lay on the forest floor, their bodies opened. Another had been flung overhead, the corpse tangled in the treetops. Two horses had also been slaughtered, and they were toppled near one another in a terribly reddened pool of mud. Four others had found their way back already, two younger men and one young married couple who had chosen not to leave with the others. Thankfully they had thought to cover Zelig and the others in a rough shroud, and Rivka was spared a terrible sight. Zelig's hands were pale, and the ground beneath him stained with blood. Usherleda told me that Zelig's injuries had been simple, the result of Cossack blades. The injuries to the Cossacks, though, we could not recognize. What's going on? We just need to collect some things. Avram, can you take Rivka away for a few minutes over there? We'll come to you after, after we finish here. Yes, of course. We... She shouldn't be here. They collected supplies and took a few hours in the clearing. I distracted Rivka as we picked wood sorrel and wild cherries, telling her the names of animals she didn't yet know in Yiddish. For a brief moment, I forgot our poor circumstances as we stumbled upon a trio of large red pine mushrooms at the base of a tree. I'd been so briefly excited that I'd called out for Mordechai. Mordechai, come look! And Rivka had been so consumed by my mistake that she did not think for a moment about her father or the terrible thing we heard in the dark. Usher, can we leave now? Where's Papa? Riv, Avram, may I speak with you both for a moment? What's wrong? Over here. Where's Papa? Your papa... Actually, Avram, may I speak with her alone first? Yes, of course. Oh, 
I'm so sorry. Your father was a good man. I miss Miss Rivka. I'm sorry. I don't understand. Say those things. We can still find the Vilikovenova Mesta. Papa said I would get to be with him if he left. If Papa left, maybe he was. I want to go back to to Mama. Please, we can go back. Take it back. Please, take it back. We can still have something new, please. No, I want you to go home. Come back. Rivshak, tchow, join our shagwizliya. I'm sure we may be able to find the others. Avram, good friend. Now may be the time to... You may want to stay... You may want to stay here and stay away from us. What? Usher. It may be best now that you leave us alone. And leave now before Rivka returns. <laughs> 